0: Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio. We are so excited, and I am personally delighted to be chatting with indie artist, pop country singer-songwriter, pop fiction writer, and podcaster, grad student, Demay Michelle. Welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I'm fantastic. Just listening to that intro made me feel, like, awesome because I'm doing so much, and then I, like, kind of forget how much I'm doing until actually somebody says how much I'm doing, so it's, like, crazy.
0: <laughs> I know. Just just thinking about all the things that you're involved in, you know, where does she have time for music? But, oh, my goodness. So, wow, where do we even begin? So, you began piano lessons around age 10, and in middle school began chorus, right?
1: Yep. Yep, that's
0: right. And in college, uh, you, you originally majored in music therapy, then changed your major to a B.A. in music, then added creative writing. Wow. Now I see. I totally recognize that drive, that need for academic as well as musical saturation, you know, kind of a drive for hearing, understanding, relating uh, and sharing stories. So tell us about all that. That's, that's a mouthful.
1: It is. And honestly, like from a very young age, I've had a passion for music. So, you know, like you said, piano and then choir and then I learned guitar in college. But I've always had a passion for storytelling. So I feel like I was able to find my way to songwriting and kind of blend those two passions together. And for a really long time, I never thought that would happen. I just did it all for fun. But then when it finally hit me when I was in college, like, oh, wait, music stories, songwriting. This is a thing. Like, why don't I try it? Um, So that's like kind of how I got started.
0: So you're working on an MFA and the listeners may not know what that is. So why don't you share with them what that is?
1: So I'm getting an MFA and that is basically a master's of fine arts. So I'm getting my degree in writing popular fiction. So I'm currently writing a young adult mystery novel and the program also has a teaching component. So it's a lot of work, but I love it.
0: Wow. (laughs) And you play the guitar and the piano. Yep, I do. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So which is your true love, do you think?
1: I think definitely piano, because that's the one I started with. And I still love to play guitar, but it's not my strength. I always love to go to the piano and I think like from playing piano for so long, I'm drawn to pieces with beautiful melodies because piano pieces only have, there's no lyrics to them. So once I started songwriting, I think with my background of piano, that's why I'm so drawn to writing catchy and memorable melodies.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you didn't reflect that back on me because I'd be in trouble. You know, guitar, while it's both intense and calming, depending on the type of guitar that you're playing and how it's played, the piano, to me, has a much wider range of emotional triggers uh, from theatrical and dramatic to incredibly soft and soothing melodies that can kind of just melt the day away and take you on a musical journey guided, of course, by your own memories and stories, exactly what you're so good at. And uh, by the genius hand of both the composer and the musician playing. So we're going to have to get you on the air and put you on the piano. That'd be kind of cool. (laughs) So your debut single was Into Focus, I think, in November of 2019. That's right. So you wrote it in 2017. Tell us about this inspiration for this song, kind of what it means to you and what you hope it relates to others, because it's so cool.
1: So I actually wrote that song because I was struggling a lot that semester in college. That's a semester I added my English major. So I was really overwhelmed with juggling music and English and knowing I had to graduate in the rest of the time I had two years. So I basically had to fit a four-year degree in two years, which I did, but it was a lot of work. But I was so overwhelmed and I just needed something to get me through that. So... One day when I was in a practice room, when I should have been practicing piano, I took a break from that and wrote "Into Focus." Oops. One day in a practice room. <laughs> Oops! Yep, I know I don't recital coming off and I should have done it. But would you look where it's at now? <laughs> um, so that song really helped me a lot through that time. And at this time, I wasn't really, you know, thinking about songwriting as a career. I just wrote that song because I needed to get through, like, that time. But after I gained the confidence to share it to some friends, they suggested to record it. And so that's what I did two years later. And because that song helped me so much, I wanted that to be my debut single. And I've definitely gotten so many incredible messages from people saying that it's helped them through things. And that's why I do songwriting. So that made me super happy to hear.
0: That is so cool. Now, you've already... Had your debut album, Dear Diary. Wow. See, you've been a very busy young lady. There's a song on there, though, Perfectly Imperfect. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yep. I'm kind of confused of where you even found out about that one. but um. <laughs> We're
0: good. We're good at what we do.
1: <laughs> um, So Perfectly Imperfect is on the album that's coming in the fall. And this song is kind of deep because it's basically talking about how I feel like I'm super flawed and that kind of gets in the way a lot because I don't have anybody to tell me I'm perfectly imperfect. So that's kind of what the song is about. And even though that's a deep message, the production is super fun. It's probably one of the most fun to listen to. So I kind of wanted to blend the kind of deep message with fun production to kind of balance that out a little bit.
0: You know, there, there is nothing wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. But we, we can't oh, wait to you. hear all this new music. It is just so cool. Can you talk a little bit about your own process? You know, um, sometimes it's a songwriter's goal to kind of always do what's best for the song. But then again, not so much. They kind of go their own way and fail to kind of remember that. Uh, you know, they might get stuck on a certain lyric or melody, and it just doesn't fit. You know what I mean? Could you talk a little bit bit about your process? Because everybody's process is different, and there's no right or wrong way. It's just whatever fits your particular style. But I'm sure that other aspiring artists out there would love to kind of hear a little bit about your process.
1: Awesome. So it definitely changes a bit from song to song, but generally it all starts with an inspiration and something that I truly am passionate about or really want to write about because I've discovered that The most special songs and the most incredible songs are the ones that are personal and mean something. So I always try to make sure that when I start writing a new song, that what I'm writing about actually reflects me and is something meaningful that I want to talk about. So after that, I kind of think that starting with the lyrics is really important because... If you don't know what you're trying to say, and you don't know what the song is about, then it doesn't really fall into place easily. So I like to focus on the lyrics and not necessarily making them perfect, but getting a solid lyrical draft. And that way, when I go into the melody, then I'm able to kind of create a melody that supports the lyrics and that kind of complements them. So once I have the lyrics and the melody kind of together, I grab my instrument and kind of come up with a chord structure that supports it. And one of the things I always kind of say is never really start with chord structure. That is something that some songwriters do. But for me personally, I feel like if you start with a chord structure, you can be confined to something. And so I kind yeah, of... Yeah, you like
0: just painted yourself in a box. You're exactly right.
1: Right, yeah. So I always like to let the song shine on its own, melodically and lyrically, before thinking about production or the chords or anything like that so once i have a solid song that that i've revised multiple times i like to revise my songs until they're appropriate how i like them then i take them to the studio
0: you know that to me and again there's no right or wrong way so folks please don't dm us to death about this but (laughs) (laughs) uh, to me writing lyrics uh in terms of rewrites is no different than writing a term paper or writing book. It's all about the rewrites. Every time you re- read it and rewrite it, it gets better and better and better. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, you know? So if you had to, <laughs> I'm going to back you in a corner here. I love doing this kind of thing, especially with folks like you. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> if you had to pick just one fellow artist to collaborate with, who would it be and why? Definitely Joy
1: Michaels. Why? Because she is amazing. She's the reason why I started songwriting. And I've known who she was way before she even like came out as, a, as an artist herself. Like I knew the song she wrote. And I would tell everybody I know, like, oh my gosh, Shawn Michaels wrote this. And they're like, who's that? Are you kidding me? She's like the best songwriter ever. What is wrong with you? Um, (laughs) um, But Julia is like so authentic and honest in her music. And that's what I aspire to do as well. So I really look up to her. And I actually met her a couple years ago when she opened for Maroon 5 on tour. And I literally cried because like meeting my biggest inspiration was truly
0: like the best day that that's cool isn't it i challenged you on that choice but the reality is yeah i know she isn't and it's a really good choice by the way you know for all of us there are songs that we remember and reflect on for years songs that to some degree may even change our perspectives on life do you have a song in your own heart that kind of does that for you
1: Homecoming Queen by Kelsey Ballerini.
0: Wow, that took no time at all to answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: ding, here it is. All right, Kelsey, you heard it. <laughs> Why is that song so special?
1: I cried the first time I heard it because, like, that's the first country song I really connected to. And that in itself was huge for me because that song made me fall in love with hunting with country music and made me start to write country music but the song itself is like basically talking about it's okay not to be okay like even homecoming queen's cry it's okay to show your emotion you don't have to hide who you really are and when i heard that song it really hit home to me and so that song is so special to me and exclusive you guys i'm actually recording my own version um, oh
0: how cool is that you heard yeah. that right here on heart of any right? radio how about I'm that
1: recording it on my birthday may 30th, does kelsey know so.
0: have you messaged her <laughs> have you messaged kelsey to tell her
1: no but i should
0: <laughs> yes you should we're gonna do it now oh my goodness okay so we've reached a point, kind of a fun point in this interview okay to uh so time for a little true confessions you ready No. You sure? No? (laughs) So, as you might be aware, uh, while we have two shows in North America and another one based in the UK, the show you're on tonight is the Eddie and Emmy show, but it will also broadcast in our Memphis market, yes? Yep. Okay. Okay, so, well, as you are also likely very much aware, Memphis is home to so many indie and mainstream music icons, including... Justin Timberlake, a native of Memphis. So, word has it that you had a very special encounter with this music icon. You want to share? You want to? You want to dump the tea right here?
1: Where did you find this apple?
0: <laughs> we got sources, girl. We got sources. Oh my goodness! Come on, talk about it.
1: Okay, well, I'm kind of <laughs> shook right now because I don't remember where I said this. Like, I don't. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who said uh, you said it? We just know.
1: Uh, okay.
0: We, we just Your know. crystal
1: ball is working. <laughs> yes, my
0: crystal ball is working. <laughs>
1: uh, so about Justin. So when I was, I think, four or five, like really little, four or five years old, my mom won front row tickets for the last NSYNC concert in Pittsburgh where I'm from. And so I was sitting front row. I love Justin. I like had the hugest crush on him when I was little. and so, What well,
0: teenage yeah. girl didn't?
1: <laughs> uh, I was five, though.
0: I know. You just got started early. <laughs> He's cute, Mom.
1: <laughs> so... So, when he was singing This I Promise You, which is my favorite song by NSYNC, I don't know how he knew. He definitely knew it was my favorite song because he like walked up to me and gave me a high five as he was singing the song. And it was. How cool was that? Yeah, super cool.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Relevant question. COVID aside, (laughs) it doesn't matter. It was pre COVID. So, relevant question How long before you washed your hands?
1: Uh, I mean, I think like the <laughs> second I got home, right? <laughs> I like, took a shower like uh, whatever.
0: I <laughs> thought you were going to say like, I didn't want to wash my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So you heard it right here. <laughs> would you like to give a shout out to anyone out there?
1: I would love to give a shout out to my producer, Bob McCutcheon, who has put up with me for almost two years now and has been the best. So shout out to you
0: that is awesome you know you're such a good sport demay uh thank you so much for taking the time to join us here this evening and share your incredible j- journey thus far and we know that you're going to be back we got another song dropping i can tell we're only getting a glimpse of the starting line you have to come back really soon and give us an update how may listeners find you online
1: so I am on almost all the socials. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching Demi Michelle. My handle on everything is at Demi M. Schwartz. And I also have an official website, DemiMSchwartz.com, where you can keep up with all the fun news on my blog and my music and so many other fun things I have going on.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Demi. Such a deeply rooted, kind soul. Just love having you here. So honored to have you on the show this evening. All right, everybody. We're going to get back to the music right here, right now, on Heart of Indy Radio.